Are we ready? Are we ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm okay. nice and buzzed. Let's okay. <laughs> Welcome to Binge Watch with us. That's Pickles. And that's Lisa. <laughs> and we're just laughing. You know, um, you know why we're laughing? Why? Riverdale is silly. Oh, yeah, we do Riverdale. Almost that this week we watched The Sinner. <laughs> nope. That was last week. Please don't make me go back and watch that again. This week we finished off season one of Riverdale's episodes <sighs> 7 through 13. Chapter. A chapter is 7 through 13, <laughs> but also episodes 7 through 13. Wouldn't that be messed up if the chapters, like, didn't coincide with the, <laughs> didn't correspond with the episode numbers? <laughs> chapter 21 and it's episode 2 or oh, something. Don't do that. But in my yeah. head, when they release the DVD of this, it's like in a book. Like, it looks like an actual book. Who buys DVDs anymore? I don't know. Old Binge people? watch it on Netflix. Binge <laughs> watch it on Netflix. Who doesn't have Netflix? <laughs> Although, I mean, if you're like me and my husband, probably 70% of the reason we have Netflix is just to watch The Office over and over and over. <laughs> and it would be much cheaper to just buy the DVDs. Or buy it on Amazon or, you know, yeah. iTunes no. or something. Um, yeah, no. I need to start rewatching The Office, by the way. Ugh. Watch but, it every night. But I'm watching American Vandals uh, right now. I have heard just, great things about season two. That season one, I'm just cracking up the have whole you, time. Have you not made it to season two yet? No, I think I still have another two episodes left of season one. I've heard, I've heard season two is just as good. Oh my God, I was crying. That is, yeah. oh my God. We should do that show too. Yeah, it's great. Um, I haven't watched season two yet. Maybe I just finished The Good Place. I love season that show. The Good Place. Um, I love that show. So maybe I'll, I'll go to American Vandal. Well, this season is on, like, the brownout or the poop out or something. Like, people yeah, eat I don't know. It has something. something poop, and and they I just, don't know what. everybody has, like, the exploding diarrhea everywhere. Oh, fine. Well, where do you go after, after pictures of dicks <laughs> everywhere? Where do you go from there? You go to poop. My favorite part of that so far is when they're talking about how it couldn't be the guy that's been suspended for it because he always draws the ball hairs yes, and they're like these don't have ball hairs and i was like this looks like something you and i would do oh but, i mean not that we would draw the dick pics but that we would be like you notice the difference it doesn't have yes. ball hair and that's, that's why he didn't draw it because <laughs> he's been drawing it's like them. those um those crime specialists that uh, that specialize in handwriting yes that's what that's what that is. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Those kids should start doing that. All right, let's talk okay. about Riverdale, chapters let's. seven through thirteen. Let's. I'm so excited. I loved it. I love everything about these episodes. Um, and it, overall, there's some really good episodes. In a really lot. good standalone episodes in here. A lot um, going on. Yeah, there's a, a few of them. Honestly, I think this is really where it starts to hit its groove. Yes. Which where you, is sad. Where it, it kind of like Riverdale now knows what it is. Yeah. Like, I think in the beginning, they were just all over the place. And I feel like now, like, we know, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's got their groove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, Betty's in love with our, no. Betty's in love with Jughead. Betty's not in love with Archie anymore. <laughs> Which, I thought that was a pretty fast getting over. I'm glad. She's well, too I, smart for him. Well, I, well, so is a piece of wood. 
But <laughs> <laughs> this is smarter than Archie. But I feel like in my head, and I maybe read this in the comics, like she was in love with him from like elementary school. Yeah. And then he's like, I don't love you. And she gets real upset. And then she's like, okay. And she brushes off and she just moves on. Yeah. You know, and I like fast. that they, they put a couple of episodes in there where she's not really feeling anybody. And mm-hmm. she goes on a couple of dates here and there. Um, and then she kind of figures out, oh, it's Jughead, mm-hmm. you know? Well, because they were being Nancy Drew and whatever the boy version of Nancy Drew were. Hardy Brothers? Hardy Brothers. Hardy Bro? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Singular? <laughs> hardy. He's Hardy. Yeah, he's okay. a Hardy. <laughs> Sorry. Well, we start out, uh, we find out where Jughead has been living now that the Twilight Drive-In has been demolished. So sad. He is um, living in the school, um, much like Harry Potter under the stairs. <laughs> yes! Polly escapes from the Sisters of Quiet Mercy, and for some reason they yes. search for her in the woods. Well, I think the woods are next to it. I, in my head, in my, just because of the stuff we've seen, there's Riverdale, and people can see this, at, you know, that are listening. There's Riverdale here. Big Scary Forest, and then the Sisters of Mercy or whatever. Quiet Mercy. And then after that is Greendale, which we find out about in Season 2. Yeah. But, you know, because every time you see him, like, leaving and stuff in Riverdale, it's always, like, all these forests. I just think it's the dumbest thing to search for a a pretty far-along pregnant teen girl in the woods. In the wintertime. As if she's some sort of, like, Amazonian, like... I don't, yeah, in the winter time too. What did they think? Like she like built herself a little fire out there. I, that's exactly what I think I said. I, that they're organizing a search party where the blossoms have their search party outfit on, which I thought yeah. was very stylish. But I was like, how long can a pregnant teenager survive in the wilderness in just a nightgown? Probably not that long. Not long enough to send out a search party. I know. I'm like, how many days later is this? Like, I feel like it could be the next day or. Two days later, maybe? Betty is legit the best detective in, in the whole town. Well, yes, because all of a sudden she's like, I remember something from the past. And Polly went into the attic. She was going to run away from home or something. Yeah. And she went and stayed up in the attic. So she's like, I know where she is, but I'm not going to tell anybody. Let them keep searching. That was super smart. I guess so. But yeah. Because she, she's like, well, if Polly is hiding, then there's a reason she needs to stay hidden. Yeah, but how long did it take her to get from the nunnery to her house in Riverdale in the, in the cold, being pregnant, and in yeah. some sort of thin nightgown? Like, I feel like her feet would be toast by then. The opposite of toast. The opposite of toast. <laughs> Frozen. Yeah, and you had said how the show... You know, I've said on here a few times, the show is so progressive about certain things. Like, the kids have a really good understanding of, you know, sexuality on a scale. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not one or or the other. Yeah. And and then things with, you know, like pregnant teen girls, Mm -hmm. they need to be hidden. Um, And I know, I keep thinking that because I am like, they're so progressive. They have a gay, um, a gay gang member. Uh-huh. Whatever his Who name is. He's so hot. Joaquin. He's Joaquin. so hot. Of course his name is Joaquin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then it's like, we got a pregnant teenage daughter. Let's ship her off to the nuns. Well, let's talk about why they needed to keep her hidden. Uh, it turns out <laughs> that 
the Coopers and the Blossoms are relatives four generations removed. Yes. So Betty and Polly's great grandparents, grandpappy, great great grandfather, uh-huh. was the twin brother of Jason and Cheryl's great grandfather. Grandpappy Blossom was his name. So, but this has happened so long ago now. Yes. That even Alice Cooper, who in her is a journalist herself, who I'm mm-hmm. sure has gone into to Riverdale Records for something or another. Yeah. And also, the Blossoms are like a really predominant family. Did people just forget that there was a twin brother who had a family at one point? Yeah. It's ri- it's ridiculous. That baby is not those babies. Those twins are yeah. not incest babies. They're not. No. No. Well, <laughs> I love I love everything about this show. But hopefully this isn't just the Louisiana in me coming out where I'm like, yeah, you could totally shack up with your fourth cousin. <laughs> no, I think it's it's in Mean Girls, so wherever that's taking place at, it was okay. Remember? Was it in Mean Girls? Yes, remember. Um, she makes that with her first, no, but that's her first cousin. She's like, yeah, you have your cousin and then you have your, then first, your first cousin. cousin. No. And it's just like, sad that she runs out after him. And I was like, I'm sorry, I just watched Mean Girls like, a week ago, yeah. So, so now the now we know that the Blossoms and the Coopers are one and the same, sort of. Yeah, sort of. Which I find really weird. It explains a lot. Well, it doesn't explain Alice's insane behavior. She's crazy. She scares me. <laughs> she's she, hot. And no, cold. she does so many things in these this second half of season one that I just love her for. Um, she throws a brick through the window of her own business. Yes, because was it in this episode, one of these episodes where her and... Hal. Hal. <laughs> I was like, Daddy Cooper. Uh, what is Hal short for? Halbert? I don't... Mm-hmm. Halberton? It's a gross name. I don't like it. Um, yeah. But I am like a lot of the names in this town, so yeah. we're good. She throws a brick through her, yes. through the, yeah. Yeah, because um, they have separated. Because I, uh, she had found out that Hal was going to pay for Polly to get an abortion. Yes, here's the thing that, that something that I noticed through all of these, these episodes, is that they never say the word abortion. No. They were just, so, it, they don't even say really get rid of it. They just kind of like, he was going to take. She made a doctor's appointment, yeah. basically. And I was yeah. like. You can't, can you not say abortion on the CW? If that goes back to what you said, where it's like they're so progressive about some things, and then there's other things where they're so backwards about. Like, how can the sheriffs, I don't know, maybe I make a, a too big of a deal about Kevin being an openly gay, happy character, <laughs> but how can the sheriff be cool, you know? Yeah. And, and actually, you know, want his son to be in a happy relationship. And yet, yeah. we can't say the word abortion. And we have to hide away the unmarried pregnant teens. It doesn't make any sense. Because it's 1950. Yeah. And people will judge her for it. It doesn't make any sense, and that's why I love this show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so once Alice... And Betty find out from Hal that Hal knows that Polly's twin babies are incest babies. Alice marches to, to Thornhill in the middle of the night, pounds on the door, 
like, busts into the house, practically knocks the blossoms over, and is like, give me my pregnant daughter back. And the whole time I'm thinking, bitch, why didn't you do this two episodes ago? What? Well, what I love about it, too. Okay, so I live at, what is it called? Thornhill. Thornhill Mansion or whatever. Yeah, Manor. Manor, sorry. Of course, because it's Scooby-Doo. Yeah. And it's this big, huge-ass place. They're the town's richest people. They have a maple syrup empire. Right. And a changing room for Mommy Blossom. Oh, and a wig room. And a wig room for Daddy Blossom. So it's a huge place. And I'm like, do y'all not have a butler? Do you not have a mate? I'm so thrown off by that. The lodges have Smithers. Yes. (laughs) For the two of them. Right. In a, in a penthouse apartment thing. Right. And they had this whole, I've never seen a maid. I've never seen nope. a butler. That's I've never absolutely se- true. Oh, what if they're making Grandma Blossom like be like the maid and stuff? <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. She's on wheels. Yeah. Uh, she could do the counters. Well, she could sweep. Po- <laughs> Polly, like a, like a little Roomba. <laughs> Polly is living at Thornhill. Uh, yes. She's decided to kind of be a little spy for the Coopers. She thinks that the Blossoms had something to do with Jason's uh, disappearance. And Cheryl does too. Mm-hmm. Um, and somewhere along the way, she's living at Thornhill. Her parents mm-hmm. kicked her out, and Veronica Lodge throws a baby shower for her. Yeah, I can't remember that storyline. Like, she left the Blossoms but didn't want to go home to her mom's house? No, I think Veronica just volunteered to throw a baby yeah. shower So regardless, her. we have a baby shower and we have to talk about this baby shower. Oh, let's talk about the baby shower. Let's talk about the baby shower. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have three things to say. Two things to say about this. Okay. Three things. Why is Jughead at the baby shower? Who knows? Because that's know. usually women. For the free He's not food, the father. I guess. He's not the father of the baby. He's the girlfriend of the girlfriend. The boyfriend of the pregnant lady's sister. sister. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's there to take notes for the blue and gold. Uh, (laughs) I think that should have been an excellent cover feature in the blue and gold. Front page. This this is what Polly got. This is how Mama, uh, Grandmama Bloom, Blossom, found out that she was having twins because she did a... Necklace in front of her belly. Grandma Blossom has gypsy blood. <laughs> That's what I was like. For the whitest, whitest redheaded people I've ever seen in my life, Grandma's got gypsy blood. No, you don't. I mean, Cheryl comes in with the most expensive baby stroller you can money can buy from the Adams family collection. <laughs> it's black. It looks gothic. Yeah. I was expecting whatever baby Adam's name is to, like, soup flames out of it. That's the first thing. Why does Cheryl come in looking like a sex worker to a baby shower? She's wearing, like, a bustier. I don't know. Um, and a miniskirt. Yeah. I was she, frightened by She that. wears a lot of inappropriate miniskirts in these episodes. And I'm okay with that because I was I, I'm going out a few times this month coming up in October, Halloween parties and voodoo fests sure. and such. So I was very inspired by a lot of her mini skirts. I decided that I am not too old for mini skirts yet. Mm-mm. So I'm good. I'm I think forty I'm try. is the cutoff. Forty is, is the cutoff. Okay, good. Yes. Whew, I have some time. 
Yeah. yeah. So I think I'm going to try and rock some mini skirts this month coming up. So I mean, I grew up in the Valley Girl days. I was in the sixth grade when the Valley Girls were a big thing. And you had the, your leg warmers and you had your mini skirts. And I wore very, very short skirts. Yeah. Until at least high, the end of high school, maybe a year or two after. I always wore mini skirts. So I'm fine with the mini skirt. I'm just not okay with the bustier. Oh, okay. I was going to say, so we both support Cheryl's. Cover the girls up at a baby shower and oh, weddings. You can't right. have your boobs out. You just can't. Also, my other part of the baby shower is when, is it Alice? Alice Cooper and Mommy Blossom almost get into a fist fight. Yes, because they're arguing over Polly and who gets to have possession of Polly. And uh, there's one character, I don't remember who says it, but... Uh, <laughs> Somebody says, so the Coopers want Polly and the Blossoms want the babies. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, that sounds fine. Let's just do that because the Coopers don't want the babies and the Blossoms don't want Polly. So So, let's just go with that. I mean, that sounds... I'm totally okay with that. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about our our favorite episode out of all of these episodes. And I don't even have to tell you which one it is because I know we both have the same favorite episode. Yes. The house party episode, Jughead's birthday episode, is wonderful. What a great standalone episode. I loved everything about it. Everything. Betty is the worst girlfriend in that episode. It was very uncharacteristic of her. Well, I like how everybody's like, he hates birthday parties. He's always hated birthday parties. And they're like, sucks to be him. We're having a birthday party. Yeah. And I I really fault Archie for that because he really folded on that he was just like um he really really hates it we go for a double feature and that's his birthday and she's like well i can go to the movies with him but we're having a birthday party and then she makes him ditch the second feature right yeah i wonder what excuse she used to get him out of that yeah so they throw him a party well at this point all of these kids have a lot of pent-up anger they needed a way to get it out and i support this uh (laughs) I almost did it last night. Oh, I was, no. I literally turned to my husband and I'm like, let's just get drunk. Like, <laughs> I just need to get drunk. Let's go have a house party. Yeah, Archie is very frustrated. Um, he's hitting the booze really hard. Yeah, he's frustrated about, you know, Jason's uh, murder. He's frustrated about his dad's company. Uh, the Blossoms have kind of shut down... Um, uh, his dad's construction company for right now. He, so he's feeling very, what's the word? Um, vulnerable? Yeah, vulnerable. To, to all that. Veronica um, has a lot of feelings about her dad being in jail. Mm-hmm. She went through a lot of drama with Barb from Stranger Things. Um, <laughs> and, you know, Archie's mm-hmm. got, uh, not Archie, uh, Jughead has this shady dad. Mm-hmm. Betty's parents are insane. It's like, fuck it, let's party. Well, and Arch- Archie's parents also are in the middle of the divorce. Like, yeah. He, Archie's dad leaves, which is why they have it at Archie's house. Yeah. And Archie's dad's going to get his mom. His mom. Who so, is? Molly's fucking Ringwald. <laughs> they pulled Molly Ringwald into this show. Thank you. God. I mean, I, here's, my, every here's time, my only problem with Molly Ringwald in this show. They don't make her sexy enough. Does she need to be? Yeah. Molly mm. Ringwald could still be sexy. I don't know if she needs to be, though. Uh, 
I don't know. They put her in, like, way too much, like, mom outfits. They All do. the other moms don't wear mom outfits like Molly Ringwald did. No, but Molly Ringwald also isn't, she, she's what I consider a normal American size. Yeah, where true, true. Alice, yeah. um, Hermione. Hermione, and Mama Blossom are all like. They're too small. They're, they're very petite, very skinny yeah. ladies. But I'm upset when Molly Ringwald walks in every time they should be playing Pretty in Pink, the theme song. Mm-hmm. Um, and she needs to wear more pink. I want to so- see. I want to see her do the thing she does in the Breakfast Club with the lipstick. They at some could point. have, yeah, that's always impressive. They could have made Molly um, Jughead's uh, mom, yeah. which could have tied in the whole pretty and pink um, world, it being from have. the wrong side of the tracks and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, but um, obviously, make him the redhead's mom. Yeah, I mean, he, she had to be, but I love her. I, I'm. I just want to repeat one more time. Luke Perry's wife is Molly, Molly. Ringwald. <laughs> but this episode, which we have to bring up, so they're having kind of a little impromptu get-together, supposedly only inner circle, which extends to Kevin, who I don't yeah. feel like is inner circle. No, he definitely is. And he brings his boyfriend. Sexy Joaquin. Uh, Joaquin. He's so sexy. And, and we bring... Barb from Stranger Things. And then Betty invites FP. And then, what? Yeah, I was like, we're having a teenage party. We're drinking. Gross. You know, yeah. Let's bring the dad in. No. But right before he shows up, who shows up? Cheryl busts through the door. With somebody a keg. I think, uh, was it a keg? I couldn't remember if it was a keg or somebody had a boom box on their shoulder. It was, it was a keg. And who does she show up with? Chuck. Chuck's back. Chuck is back. (laughs) Chuck is back, bitches. (laughs) Uh, Cheryl is wearing her iconic pin. And you know what? I was sitting here before we started recording, and I'm trying to think. uh, I might be going to a Halloween party this year. I might not. So I'm kind of like, meh. Do I need a costume or not? And I'm like, all I need is that pin, and I could totally do Cheryl and, like, a bright red lipstick. I'm good. (laughs) You do. You have the very long hair. You have a yes. lot of the same features. You would just have to be her like Italian cousin. Yeah, I know. That's the. Do I want to <laughs> buy a red-headed wig or not? Yeah. Because you're you're dark-haired and you're dark complexion. She's yeah. very fair, like I am. I so know. Man, you I'm so are, jealous of all that that fair skin. We should look on Amazon after this and see if we can find you that brooch. Oh my god! I'm sure you can. You <gasps> said that it's at Hot Topic. They did, but I don't think they have anymore. You yeah. know what we should do for each other for Christmas? Look, mm-hmm. I have my hands up. We should buy each other brooches. <laughs> but we have to wear them to the Christmas parties and not say anything to anybody else. We have No, we just have to wear them all the time. Okay. And it has to be okay something stupid. Okay <laughs> like, we, if we can find that spider brooch, we're both wearing it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's all. That's all we need. <laughs> um, so when Cheryl gets their shit gets lit. She brings everybody. Off the charts. I'm assuming the whole high school. Everybody's wasted. There's toilet They're paper everywhere. Jumping around dancing. There's a keg in the backyard. There's uh, spiked punch. Was there a point where Archie crawls into Vegas's doghouse, or did I dream that? You might have dreamed that. I don't recall oh. that, but he does, he... they do a lot of that, like, start-stop kind of... Yeah. You can tell he's supposed to be drunk, that weird... Camera, camera angle. 
angles that make me a little nauseated. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to throw up for them. And I'm not even drinking. Yeah, well, when's the last time you were drunk? Mm. Yeah. Mm. So you, you got to be a pro like me. Yeah, <laughs> wait till you get my age. You can't and then it like doesn't that. bother you as much. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so at this party, there is, they play a game. And I, I want to play this at my next impromptu house party. I want to play Secrets and Sins. You should play at your pajama party. No, oh my god, that would be the worst crowd to play with. And, I do not want to know me. my. I don't want to know my in-laws' secrets or sins. No. And Skype me through. No. It. Um, excuse me. You've been in some pretty interesting situations with your in-laws. Oh, I know. I don't want to have any more. Yeah. <laughs> at the party, they play Secrets and Sins. My new favorite party game. Um, so it comes out. Uh, Chuck. Let's everybody know about Dark Betty and her wig and which is super scandalizing. Uh, yeah, everybody's like, oh, oh, she, she she's like, into BDSM. It's like, guys, let's. <laughs> but sticky maples are not shocking. And my thing is, y'all kept a score book. Yes, you kept of every girl you banged or whatever. Sticky maples. We have maple. already established that the the girls of Riverdale will not be slut shamed. They just no. won't have it. Mm-mm. So. Sorry, Chuck, you're going to have to come up with something better than that. But yet, the whole room was scandalized by it. They were like, oh. Right. And I was like. Dilton Doily steps up to the mic and lets everybody know that Archie was. So Dilton Doily figures out Archie's affair long before much of the rest of the school. Because he's like, let's see, Archie was at the river and Mrs. Grundy was at the river. So they were obviously fucking. And everybody's like, What? <laughs> But I'm like, his name, every time it comes up, I just Love, die for 30 no. minutes. Love Dilton's Oily. I might name, if I ever have a kid, I might name it Dilton's Oily Do Plan. Uh, um, no. But, yeah. So, okay. And then what was the other ones? Was that the only secrets and whatever? Sins? Uh, Sins and secrets? It comes out that Veronica kind of, is that where it comes out that Veronica fucked over Barb from Stranger Things family? <laughs> I think so. I um, think it comes out, well, if it doesn't, it's sometime this season. Yeah, I didn't actually write down all of the secrets and sins. I didn't. I didn't write them down because I had other things like um, Cheryl's Red Lips, uh, Dark Betty, Chuck is Back. Um, yeah. We have to talk about the cheer-off, too. Yeah, okay, so maybe we don't remember what happened during we don't the remember. sins. <laughs> Because we were still reeling from the dance-off that happened at cheer practice earlier that day. Between. Between. My girl. Yeah. Cheryl and Veronica. Well, okay. So let me ask you this. I know you went to a private school. And I was on the cheerleading team. Of course you were. Um, can we tell everybody that you had blonde hair? Yeah, I had blonde hair, French tips, and green eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I still, to this day, have to see a picture of that. I'll get you on. You gotta. Well, okay, so I went to a public school, and we had cheerleaders, and we had a dance squad. Yeah. These girls were auditioning for Hooker USA. Yeah, we we talked about this in one of the past episodes about the the inappropriate sexy dancing. Very Magic Mike-et or whatever. This also happens in Pretty Little Liars, and it is the most cringeworthy scene in that whole show and 
I don't know if maybe I was just having flashbacks from Pretty Little Liars, but I was just okay. like, oh, make it stop, make it stop, make it stop. I guess as teen girls, you're like, oh, shit, you know? Like, wow, those girls can dance, but I'm just not okay with it. I'm not okay with it because, really, honestly, I thought it was a hair shampoo commercial, too, because they're whipping around their hair yeah, so much. great hair. Which is great, but I'm like, what does this have to do with cheerleading? Cheerleading is like, chant, go team, go team, not kind of you know, sexy whatever walk, flipping your hair around, sticking your chest out. I'm like... And look, and neither one of us have probably ever done a sexy walk in our entire lives. Nope. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No. I fall too much. What is this dance-off for? It's for head cheerleader. I I, I don't... I guess uh, Cheryl Captain. is starting to lose control. So maybe, maybe Cheryl is kind of letting off some steam at this party, too. She's got a lot of... Mm. I mean, hello, she has a dead brother. She's got her dad's brother's fiance with the two babies. Yeah, and a crazy and she, ass mom. And now she's losing control of the cheer squad. So, mm-hmm. um, look, I I support these kids letting off some steam. They've got sure. a lot going on in their lives. And so. they brought an adult. Hmm? They brought they brought an adult to the yeah, party. Yeah, FP was there. FP was there. <laughs> FP I mean, was there. He weirdly follows Joaquin around for a while, ends up alone in Archie's bedroom with Joaquin. And a present. Like a wrap. What was the present? I don't know if they ever showed it. Oh. Did they? I don't don't think so. I just remember um, FP walking into the house and saying, What's up, Joaquin? And I'm like, FP, stop it. Stop. Well, I just thought it was funny. He's like, where do I put this gift I bought for Jughead that to me is like an American doll-sized box? Yeah, it's not like... What was in there? Huh? What was in there? Was it a sleeping bag? Your kid's homeless. Well, that's exactly it. And he's like, where do I put the gifts? And Archie's like, oh, there's a table over there. I was like, no. what? Why? What? Under the keg? I don't know. I mean, well, that's my whole thing, though, because I'm like... I don't know. I, I, I just thought the whole thing was kind of weird because I was like, even if it's an intimate get-together, you bring your presents and throw it on the coffee table. Like, I don't know why we have this set up like the baby shower before it gets crashed. I think FP was just super uncomfortable there. I was super uncomfortable when he showed up. <laughs> um, let's talk about... Um, yeah, so that was, that was a great episode. That was one of my favorite that, episodes. Yeah, no, um, we loved it. I also loved episode 12. Episode skip- 12. Wait, 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 wait. We can't skip 11, though. Why? What happened in 11? In 11, 11, we have a lot going on. Okay. 11 is the dance, the summer, no, the winter right. formal. Right. It's, it's the homecoming dance, and it's also the um, reunion dance, too. Yes. So everybody, it's, it's. What do they call it? It's like Riverdale's getting ready to celebrate like its 75th anniversary of being a town. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so at whatever this homecoming week is, like all the old alumni come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why uh, Molly Ringwald came in because, of course, she went to Riverdale. Yeah. We have two really amazing things happening in this. Mainly that <laughs> Alice Cooper thinks that... Jughead or FP are, are, are hiding something, right? Yeah. And so she wants Betty to ask uh, Jughead what's going on. And she's like, I've asked him point blank. Does he know anything? Does he know anything? And he said no, so I'm done. 
So Alice Cooper wrangles in Archie and Veronica to go sur- search FP's trailer. What and the then, fuck? Well, and I, I'm like, they're teenagers. You're letting them breaking and entering, doing stuff they're not supposed to. I mean, that's just horrible. But because Alice is so crafty, she's making a dinner to get Jughead and FP to her Out of house, the house so they can have a nice dinner. She's such a snake. And then <laughs> she. So Archie and Ronnie are searching the trailer. Uh, the Coopers and um, FP are having this nice family dinner, except for Alice is like, blah, 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 and asking him like all these really aggressive questions. One right after the other, right after the other. And I'm like, what's up with these family awkward dinners? This show loves awkward dinner parties. Every time they have adults and kids together, it's like eyes shifting to everybody and all this really aggressive body language and everything. FP fires back with, okay, Alice, how about we tell everybody about that argument you got into with your husband at homecoming where you were talking about giving your baby up for adoption. Yeah. And Jughead was, like, mad at him. It's like, Jughead, this chick is, like, attacking your dad. I mean, yeah. Over, over chicken. <laughs> Thank God it wasn't, like, maple <laughs> ham again. <laughs> so hoping for maple ham. <sighs> but then, okay, so we go to the dance after the awkward dinner. Archie and Veronica finish searching. They don't find anything. Everybody's at the dance. So Fred Andrews, who is a yeah. player... Brings his soon-to-be ex-wife, Molly Ringwald, and Hermione. Who is somebody else's wife. Who's married still. And this is my thing. I'm like, you're going to like a high school kind of thing, but Hermione's wearing a full-length ball gown. She's like, girl, yeah, I'm going. I, I was like, what What are you wearing? She doesn't get to get out much anymore. She's probably got a whole closet full of beautiful clothes. So, and she's like, look, Veronica, Veronica gets to walk around wearing her cape. I'm wearing my full-length gown to homecoming. Full-length. Yes. So, they're having the dance, and of course, there's two performers. The Pussycats. The Pussycats. Josie and her Pussycats. Yeah. Not the Pussycats. And my favorite all-time stage name for a band ever, Archie Andrews and Veronica Lodge. Yeah, that was their stage name. I was like, at least be like A and V or... There have got to be at least (laughs) 10 other kids at this school that are more talented than Archie Andrews. Could we please... Like, there's one kid in the the dance going, are you fucking kidding me, Archie again? (laughs) That was me, actually. You just heard me screaming at the screen. Because I was like, not again. Please stop singing. Well, and the reason he's singing is because he lies to his mom for no reason and says, Mom, are you coming to the dance because I'm going to be performing? And then, like, the next scene, we're like, guys, I told my mom I'm performing at the dance, so, like, I need to do something about this. It's like, that was the most unprompted lie you've ever told, Archie. Why couldn't you just be like, Mom, I wanted you to come to the dance? Yeah. It's Molly Ringwald. She's going to say yes. I mean, for real. But before... They get all really get there, and we should back up to this, because this is one of my other favorite scenes. Polly tells Cheryl, Polly and Cheryl are going to go to the dance together, because um, Cheryl says that she should be homecoming queen and king, because, because it would have been Jason, and Jason's dead. So yeah. they're going to go together and win it. So they decide to go into her mom's 
closet, closet to get yeah. some retro jewelry. Well, this is Polly comes up with this idea. So Polly wants Polly wants to sneak into the bedroom. Yes. And so she says, well, since it's kind of like this reunion happening, wouldn't it be cool if we wore some vintage jewelry? Yes. And Cheryl falls for it hook, line, and sinker. Because she's yeah, like, so they, yeah. So they break into the Blossom closet, which contains all of Mr. Blossom's weird-ass wigs. And Polly even says, how many wigs does your dad have? And Cheryl says, one for every emotion. <laughs> what? Well, this is my thing, too. Usually, especially if you're rich and you have a wig, they're made from human hair. So you can style it any way you want. Yeah, he's got, like, a sassy wig. He's Look, got, like, casual Sunday wig. Like, 60s, 70s, shortish. Uh, they're terrible wigs. They're horrible wigs. And then they find the engagement ring. Yes, that Jason that, was supposed to have. Yes. Jason had that ring when he died. Yes. So now Cheryl is beginning to suspect her own parents of murdering mm-hmm. her own brother. So they're getting ready or they're about to get ready. And crazy Mrs. Blossom brings Polly her daily nutrition milkshake. Milkshake, yeah. Which is strawberry, P.S., with a cherry and whipped cream. That's not good for a pregnant lady. All that sugar. How much? They drink shakes all the time in that town these kids should and be they're all so thin they should be not fat but they shouldn't be as in great shape as they are one and there should be some acting all over that place now when you're a teenager you have the metabolism of a monster truck i'm sorry that Drink is true. all the that milkshakes you can because boy after 25 forget it <laughs> but it's sticking but around they should after have that. A lot of acne, though. Don't don't you agree? Like I don't know. I didn't have, have acne until my mid twenties. So. Oh God, I had it. Horrible did you? I did not have teen yes. acne. No. Oh God, it was horrible. And no. with my pale skin, it just it was horrible. Yeah. So yeah. So that was. So then Cheryl has to go by herself to the dance, which you know I was like, God, Cheryl's just getting like banged up this I whole know, season, man. really bad. These few the these few episodes is where I really start to love Cheryl. Yes, you love Cheryl. She goes from, in the last episode, we'll get to that, but in the last episode, she goes from attempting suicide to Mm -hmm. burning her goddamn house down. To the ground. I love her so much. I So I asked one of my friends to start watching this show. It was kind of like in a little group text, and um, hopefully they're listening to this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, And... So it was me and another girl. We were telling our friend, you need to watch the show. It's a great show. Um, and I told her, I said, I think you're going to love Cheryl. You're such a Cheryl. I think you're going to love mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. And so the first, like, three or four episodes, she's like, why would you say such a mean thing? She's like, I'm not Cheryl. I don't like Cheryl. I don't know why you would say that about me. And me and my other friend were like, wait, just just wait. Because she's not what she seems to be. So mm-hmm. I know that from, you know, our first podcast, I was like, love her, and it probably doesn't make a lot of sense. But if you don't get why I love Cheryl now, mm-hmm. oh, she's such a good character. Well, you even told me that, because I think you watched season one before I did, and you're like, I love Cheryl. When I started watching it, I was like, no, I love Veronica. No. You know, and I was like, Cheryl's why awesome. do you like Cheryl? And then it, she kind of grew on me more in the second season. Yeah. But I... But like you said, these last two episodes, I was like, oh, yeah, I totally got it then. And I knew yeah. exactly why you loved her. She's a great character. Um, but so, okay, so let's talk about it. Uh, the end of 11 so we can go into 12 and 13 because that's okay. when all kinds of shit goes down. So at the end of chapter 12, and I don't think it was at the 
dance, but they found out about it at the dance. FP is arrested yeah. for Jason's murder. Yeah. And that's some serious shit. Yeah. Because when we get into chapter 12, it gets, you know. Yeah. Everything goes balls to the wall. Um, should we just jump into chapter 12 then? Well, yeah. So, so I'm glad you brought it. I'm, I'm glad I didn't skip over 11 because a lot of good investigation is done. A lot of clues are found at that You time. can't skip that whole dance Yeah, they, they find out a lot of great information. Like the, mm-hmm. the jewelry... Um, uh-huh. They search. They they search us FP's trailer, and uh-huh. they, they don't find anything there. Um, and then FP gets arrested. And then FP gets arrested because they find a gun in his trailer, and the kids know that gun was not there. So now we know mm-hmm. someone is setting up FP. But mm-hmm. FP is taking the fall. He confesses. He confesses in jail that he he. It's a really elaborate plot. He says that Jason came to him needing money. Yes. Um, he needed uh, a car too, so mm-hmm. uh, so FP gives him what he needs, and he's going to run some drugs for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason tells FP, "My sister is going to row me across the river. Then she's going to fake my death." So FP decides to nab Jason on the other side of the river, and then um, kidnap Jason and hold him for ransom to Daddy mm-hmm. Blossom. So. Okay, that's a very elaborate story. Here's the problem with that. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it have just been smarter to actually do that? For FP to say to Jason, hey, dude, you need money? I'm going to kidnap you. Mm-hmm. I'll get the ransom. I'll split it with you. Yeah. So you come back out into the to the land of the living. Okay, now mm-hmm. you've got all this money stashed away. I've got some money stashed away. If I get nabbed for the kidnapping, you say, no, 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 no. It wasn't FP. I don't know who it was, but it wasn't FP. I don't know. Blame mm-hmm. it on some, some, uh, I almost said Slytherin mm-hmm. again. What are they called? Serpent. Blame it on some serpent that, you know, <laughs> FP wants to get rid of anyways, right? The frame mm-hmm. another serpent yeah. for it. And then in the middle of the night, Jason can take his half of the ransom money and run off. Mm-hmm. That would have been the smart thing to do. But what does FP, but doesn't FP say like, it wasn't just him. It was him and another serpent. Mustang. Mustang. Kidnap him. Yeah. So it's those two. Yeah. Um, And then they end up shooting Jason. Is that what he said? Like yeah, we, he, we, yeah, he ends up shooting Jason and he kills him. And then but he, he does, him, and he puts him in the freezer. In the freezer. And then they move him they put after him in the they river. finished. Yeah, the yeah. last place anybody would look for him. Because they'd already had dragged the river for uh, right, for Suma's body for like a yeah. month, and they yeah. called it off, and he's like, "Huh, drop him in." So the that water. part makes sense. That is actually smart. Put the body where they've already looked. Yeah. But of course, you and I watch and listen to a lot of crime, uh, true crime stuff. In my head, I was like, "Why shoot him? Keep him handcuffed or whatever in this meat locker. Let him freeze to death and die, and then dump him in the water. Then it looks like he drowned." In the yeah, and then that's exactly what like, everybody thought. Because oh, when yeah, you that's find super smart, yeah. Like, you find somebody in the in the water floating, but he's got a bullet hole in the middle of his forehead. Then you're like, okay, well, he's been murdered. Yeah, right. So, that they find that gun at FP's house, and the kids know that that was it not there, there before. Somebody because they looked everywhere. They were yeah. very thorough. And then they um, started making out. So, I don't know exactly how. Somehow, through Sexy Joaquin, they find out that FP had a backup plan. Yes. And... Through Joaquin, they find a duffel bag with Jason's um, 
Letterman jacket in it. Yes. In the Letterman, Nancy Drew strikes again is what Kevin says. Love he it. Fi- they find a flash drive with a security video on it. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. want to talk about that scene where those five kids sit down and watch the video on the flash drive. Mm-mm. Such a good scene. All yeah. of their reactions are great. Yes. They're all super... Um, it's exactly what those characters would do. You know, yes. Veronica's very dramatic and balls crying. Jughead mm-hmm. just kind of sits there shocked with his mouth open. Mm-hmm. Kevin is, like, freaking out. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Archie's kind of, like, turning to his buddy, like, oh, my God, you know, I'm so sorry. No, Archie's probably like, what are we watching? Right, what? Who was that? <laughs> Who was that? What's going on? Did What's somebody happening? get shot? <laughs> Betty picks up the phone and calls Cheryl. No, Betty has the one tear. Well, wait a second, though. Betty has someone. I actually have a note about the tears. Okay, so, let's go. Betty picks up the phone and calls Cheryl, and she says, "You have got to get out of that house." And then you don't know that that's who she's calling. At first, you think maybe she's calling Betty. Betty's I'm, I'm calling sorry. Polly. At first, she thinks she's calling Polly. Mm-hmm. But then we flash to Cheryl, and, and Cheryl says, "I understand," and she hangs up the phone. And I'm sorry, in the best acting I have seen in quite some time, all in one cut. She says, I understand. She hangs up the phone. She blinks her eyes. And then two single tears come out tears. each side. And that I'm was like, good how do you do that? And that's, I never really got that phone call because I'm like, did they decide on a code at some point along the line? Like, hey, Betty, if you find out that it was my dad, can you call me and say, get out? And I'll be like, gotcha. Daddy did it. And I'm heading out the door. Like, well, I, I think that was the whole point of the closet scene. Cheryl already has suspicion. Mm-hmm. And so, and when Betty, her now, who she knows now is her cousin, calls her and says, you're in danger, I I think she she just believes them. I mean, yeah. who wouldn't? If you were in that house and somebody said, Lisa, you're in danger, you'd be like, yeah, I fucking know. I'm at Thornhill. This place is crazy. <laughs> I would have slapped that mom 20 years ago. Oh, I mean, I would have slapped her so pretty, every though. day. That scene where... where I'm sorry. I love that scene when Alice Cooper busts into the manor in the middle of the night. Mama Blossom has her hair like half up, half down, and I guess it's like she's her bedhead or whatever. She's yes. so pretty in that scene. She's really gorgeous. Yeah, it makes I me want to cut my bangs to the side again. All right. She's got some good side bangs. Uh, well, and she's got some good outfits. I love. I, again, they had a search party outfit. They yeah. were ready to go. They yeah. have their maple tapping ceremony outfits. They've yeah. got their sleeping outfits and, you know, um, and they always have the form- formal dinners at the table. Season two, guys, go binge watch season two if you haven't already. But Cheryl has some very, like, appropriate outfits, too. Remember remember her cape outfit with her uh, with her bow and arrow? Yes. Guys, favorite, Cheryl has a bow favorite. and arrow and an outfit to go along with it. Go watch season two. I mean, head to toe. Okay, so yeah, so she tells her to get out. She goes downstairs and says, what does she say? Like, Daddy, you've You've done a bad thing. Daddy, you've done a bad thing. And every time she calls him Daddy, I just cringe. I know, but that's the thing. Cheryl is weird. She's weird. But but I call my dad Daddy. But the way she says it, I'm just like, it's almost like sugar daddy. Daddy buy me some, I don't know, some reason it creeps me out. Yeah. Yeah. But then, 
So she tells him he's done a bad thing. I don't know what happens next. Question mark. We don't know. The police show up. Right. And then we, so the police show up and then we find. um, Well, no, no, no. We have to talk about when the police pull up to the Thornhill (gasps) Manor. The mom and the daughter are standing there pointing to the same side. Go get that motherfucker. Which, let me tell you something. If I thought my dad had killed my beloved brother, I sure as shit would not let him go to a barn, yeah, storehouse by himself. Because I, I don't think understand to myself, what happened in those 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 five to fifteen minutes. What was the conversation like? What events took place that Father Blossom ends up in a barn full storehouse. of maple, yeah, full of maple maple barrels, and he's hung himself with his wig on. Girl, that wig's staying on. That wig's in the ground with them. He's got good wig glue. (laughs) I know. I kind of would have thought after they hung them, like it might have gotten skewed or something. Oh, that would have been the best if he had like a lopsided wig. I did like the small detail, though, that that they did show that he stood on a barrel full of maple and then kind of kicked it over because there was like sticky syrup everywhere. And so Jughead... Is that where sticky maple came from? No. Ew. No. Uh, we know where Sticky Maple came from. No, Jughead's voiceover says, and here was the sticky truth, and I was like, LOL. I'm, I'm telling you. LOL. So, so yeah, so Daddy Blossom hangs himself. Yeah. And. Yeah. So, so here's what happens. The, the events that took place were that, was that uh, Daddy Blossom finds out about Jason and Polly's incest babies who aren't really incest babies. I don't know why they keep calling him that. And you can say incest babies, but you can't say abortions. I'm sorry. I can't. So this whole time, we're so suspicious of incest with Jason and Cheryl. Meanwhile, it's Jason and Polly. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, so he finds out about Jason's plot to to run away to the farm. Can't wait to learn more about the farm. I, I can't wait. He has Mustang the Serpent kidnap Jason. Mm-hmm. Mustang the serpent holds Jason in the white worm, which is the serpent bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Daddy Jason shoots. I'm oh, sorry. Daddy then Blossom. Daddy Blossom shoots Jason in the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason just was not uh, cutting it when it came to the family business. The maple syrup empire. He wasn't cut. But for. we find out it was a cover up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. a cover up. He was running heroin from Vancouver. Yes. Which was really so, kind of smart. Which makes you then again know that maple syrup is not all it cracks up to be. That's right, not a so, cash cow. <laughs> so that yeah, so the town the town um, economy does not run on maple syrup. Turns out Riverdale, the town of the pep, is run on heroin. <laughs> the opposite oh of pep. They have two two dining establishments, two high yeah. schools, one nightclub, and tons of drugs running through it. Tons of heroin and tons a big biker gang. I guess, I guess, I don't know, you got half the town getting hopped up on milkshakes, and the other half of the town just, like, chilling with some heroin. <laughs> or what, well, we'll go into that when we do season two. And FP makes it sound like the serpents don't really do drugs. They just sell dime bags of weed. That's it. I so, really, I really don't understand what the serpents do exactly to be so outlaw. I guess they do kind of, like, shady stuff, like trashing a... a uh, drive-in that's going to close in the, the next day anyways, or... And, um, and they live in trailer parks, so that's Beat up not some okay. people. Uh, yeah. Um, they wear those jackets. 
Yeah. They have to have the, the tattoos and everything, so... So, oh, overall, a very complex murder plot. Again. Um, and then Daddy for, hangs himself. For a CW show about Archie Andrews and Jughead, super complex murder plot. Yeah. Um, episode 13, which is another great episode, mm-hmm. starts out with... Um, with Jughead and Alice kind of cut together, both writing their papers for their respective newspapers. Yes. I'm sorry, both writing their columns for their respective newspapers. And they explained it all to us. And again, thank God for voiceovers. Same. Yeah. <sighs> Tell me what's happening. Thank you. <laughs> well, I was like, there's a lot of writers in this town of a thousand people. So you think Alice would be like, you know what, Betty? I super support you being with Jughead. He's a great writer. I'm a great writer. I really would like you to be with... I mean, she's such a narcissist. She would want Betty to be with somebody just like her. So we can sit around our cardigans and drink hot tea and discuss literature. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever they do. With a monocle. Um, So now... So episode 13 is sort of solely the aftermath of all of this information coming out. Oh, Lord. It's a lot. Um... Cheryl does a lot of shady things throughout this episode, and mm-hmm. Veronica is the detective here. Veronica picks up on all these odd things that Cheryl's doing. Mm-hmm. She's kind of giving away her stuff. She's apologizing to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's making amends. So she, Veronica's like, something's going on here. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really care about any of the other stuff that happens at 13. What I care about is, is Cheryl almost attempting suicide at Sweetwater River. Well, didn't she find it odd, though? They first show her, like, in her big, humongously gothic, dark bed with the outfit she was wearing the day that Jason went missing. And I kind of thought she was going to take pills and die on her bed. Because she lays kind of lays down on the bed. But then that's not what happens. She goes the other way. Yeah, she goes out to the river. The river is frozen. The kids figure it out because she sends a text that says, yeah, I'm going to go be with Jason Jason. now. Mm -hmm. So they find her out at the river. She is on the ice. They all run out to get her, but the ice starts to crack. Mm -hmm. So they back up. And Archie to the rescue. He tries to get out there to get her back to land. And the ice breaks underneath Cheryl and she goes under. That ice has to be really not supportive and that was the one thing I was I kind of cracked up about Cheryl who weighs 90 pounds soaking wet cracks through the ice and goes down below and all these kids are running out there and they're fine they get all the way out there to the same exact spot where she just went through the water and it's fine the current takes her it moves her down river a little bit she's underneath and she sees the ghost of her brother and she realizes oh shit i don't want to be with jason but he didn't die there that's why i never really understood about it that's true i never thought about that yeah if she wanted to be with jason she should have died in the basement of the white worm i mean thank you but (laughs) i never thought about that i guess it's because that's the last time she saw the last place she saw i don't know Um, but anyways yeah What's super interesting about this scene is Archie starts to punch the ice. Oh, that that was oh that was hard to watch. Do you know why it was hard to watch? Because Archie's a bad actor. No, he really did break his hand. (gasps) That was 
Oh, yes, that was real. I didn't know that. KJ Appa broke his hand during that scene, punching that ice. And did he keep punching it, or? He just kept going, yeah. Well, there was the, the scene that made it onto the show. In that scene, at some point, he really does break his hand, and he just keeps going. That's, that's dedication there. That is See? That's a dedicated actor. Now what do you think of Archie? I still think he's stupid. Um, <laughs> I also thought it was odd that everybody's wearing like summer or winter coats, except for Archie, who's in a hoodie. Archie never fucking wears a coat. I don't think he's smart enough to know to wear a coat. The, the weather in Riverdale is one of the strangest things. Sometimes it's snowing, sometimes it's not. Sometimes they have coats on, sometimes they don't. But like, I think it's I think it's so far up north that it's just almost always chilly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I, I, I don't know what real cold weather like that is like because here in New Orleans it's so humid. Mm-hmm. Even if it's 20 degrees outside, it's just cold and wet. So mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe if it's cold and dry, you don't have to wear a coat all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know. I would assume if there's snow if on the If you ground, told you me yes, to I'd be like, okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But... Well, my whole thing, the problem I have with it, one, is, I mean, I love that scene, too, because he is pounding, and you can see, like, this desperation in his eyes. But his friends are standing around going, you got that arch? You good? Yeah, okay. Right. Hands off. I'm like, Jughead, start, like, take the heel of your shoe and, and like, Look, Jughead is, he, Jughead is a writer. Okay. Sure, sure. I get it. I get it. But, I mean, you know Veronica's wearing heels out there. She could have taken yeah. her stilettos and started banging in that ice. Yeah, yeah. Or, I don't but, know, it seemed like it took two seconds for him to get out there, run back to the thing, and try to get a log or something from the Well, forest. but the point of this scene is, <laughs> so this this episode sets up a lot of plot points for season two. And the yeah. point of this scene is we, this, in this scene, and then a few episodes before this, you start to see this emergence of Archie wanting to be a hero. Yes, you do. And that's a big plot point in season two. Yeah, I kind of forgot that. He wants to be the savior. I don't know how you could forget that storyline. It's so fucking stupid. That's why I forgot it. Uh. Uh, yeah, so this so this episode alone sets up a lot of point, plot points for season two. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Archie's growing frustration with bad guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we find out about the mystery brother. Yes, that Alice yeah. Cooper was pregnant in high in high school. So FP was right mm-hmm. um, when FP was thrown shade at the third awkward dinner party of the season <laughs> of season saying, one. Yes, <laughs> thirteen episodes that, <laughs> that Alice and Hal were having an argument. Um, it was over a baby, and Alice gave this baby up at the sisters of quiet mercy because that's the proper thing to do. And Betty's just like, guys, I have a brother out there. This is wonderful. <laughs> and Veronica calls him a blonde Adonis. How wrong she is. He's not an Adonis in any way at all. So, so after Cheryl's suicide attempt, she decides that she needs to purify her family. Love and she Cheryl. needs to purify it with fire. And that's when she burns her house down. My girl is dressed in white, I think, again. And, and her mom walks in. She's like, what's that smell? She's like, gasoline or whatever. Gasoline, mom. <laughs> I've got to purify us. I loved that outfit, too. It was a high-low dress. Yes. It was a white dress. It was a high-low dress. It had a belt. Yes. Probably red belt, I'm thinking. A red belt, and then she had red pumps on. Of course she did. 
I think that actress is probably the only person who could pull off a high-low dress and look super cute in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, because most people look ridiculous. Well, she's very part. slender. She's very tall and slendery. So I let me like. say this. I have a YouTube obsession. Yeah. Her name is Nikki Blackadder, and she is a YouTube fitness personality. Mm-hmm. And she has a fitness trainer in L.A., and she has the biggest, best booty on the internet, and I love it, and I'm jealous. <laughs> and Cheryl, the actress that plays Cheryl, works out with the same trainer. <gasps> so in my head, my fitness obsession is best friends with Cheryl yes. from Riverdale. Even though she probably has gone three times. And I like to just daydream about that sometimes while I'm in traffic. Sure. Like, <gasps> she probably knows what's going to happen in season three. Oh, my God. Lucky bitch. She's already perfect, and then she knows what's going to happen in season three. I would stop following her. Um, we also find out in this episode that um, Hiram Lodge is coming to town. Because he got out on the... <laughs> on good behavior. For embezzlement? I don't know. Well, and that's... So, I, I forgot what he did, one. Embezzlement. Embezzlement. I, I, I don't... I don't... Mm, I don't think in federal prison... For something like that, you get out for good behavior. I, I feel I like good behavior no is like drug deals, murders. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, like like you, like you turn over on somebody. Yeah, right? but not embezzlement. Oh, I got out on good behavior, and I'm like, he gets out early. What has he been in? Three months? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess time served. If school starts, let's just say August or September, mm-hmm. and now it's. Old, but it's not Christmas yet. Yeah, so, so I feel like yeah, it's November. maybe three months. Yeah. yeah, but maybe because his trial took a while. No. Time served. And that's another thing. Know. So yeah, Molly Ringwald goes to breakfast with Jughead to let Jughead know what's going on with FP's case, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Look, um, his arraignment is coming up, and then after arraignment, things move pretty fast." No, that's what? not how the court system works. After arraignment, you're in jail for like four months. At Sometimes least. longer than that. Yeah. Before your court case comes in front of a judge. Well, like, remember, uh, well, you may not, uh, but like O.J. Simpson, I think he was in jail or prison for like a year and a half because the trial took forever and uh-huh. everything else. But, you know, we're in Riverdale. Again, there's only a, a thousand people. So it right, may yeah. run pretty fast. There's probably one judge. There's in... probably one murder there a year or yeah, more, right. actually. There's been Jason. Maybe. <laughs> there's been... A Mustang, Jason. Yeah, so I guess a lot of the cases are just heroin charges. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm thinking that incest is the two things go uh, on there. Jingle Jangle. I remember the name of the drug. It's called Jingle Jangle. <laughs> I couldn't remember it at all. I was like, Guys. gobbledygook. Or... Jingle Jangle, binge watch season two. God. You need to know about Jingle Jangle you and Ghoulies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jughead is a bad na- a bad guy now? Question mark. Well, because he becomes a serpent. No, let's yes. let's paint this scene. Okay. So it's after they save what's her face, Archie and Veronica go back to her house. Her pink oh, house. Oh yes. Yeah. And they're gonna hook up. I'm assuming sure. for the first time. I I really I don't, don't know. know. And then Jughead takes Betty back to his dad's house. And it's like yeah, I cleaned it up. Blah, blah, blah. 
they start going at it. Shirts are off. They're banging all up against furniture and shit. The door's knocked. Knock at the door, and they're like, okay, let's stop. Let's go answer the door. Well, they thought it was Betty's mom. Because but still, who else would it interrupt? Keep the door Betty's locked. Mom? Go to yeah, the bedroom. Or just be quiet and say, go away. I <laughs> mean, Jesus. At least, you know, but anyways. So he's like, okay, hold a tick. And he goes outside, and it's all the serpents, and they're like, you're, you're one of us or whatever, and here's your jacket. And he puts it on, and then Betty's like, Aww. she's like upset. Yeah, she's upset that he's that he's showing the serpents. They have a bad reputation. We still don't really know why. All they're doing is selling mm-hmm. dime bags of weed. Um, yeah, Mustang, who was a serpent, held Jason in the basement, but FP didn't know about that. FP is sort of, he's the leader of the serpents. Yes. And the reason that they have decided to take Jughead in is because FP could have turned on them. He mm-hmm. could have said, look, let me out and I'll give you information about what the serpents are doing. And yeah. he didn't. So he didn't. Um, that's when, so the person who gives Jughead his serpent jacket is, his name is Tallboy. I can't. Add that to the list of names. I can't. Nope. <laughs> um, guys, he's tall. I, I'm assuming yeah. he likes to drink beer too. Yeah, I'm wondering, is it? Are they called tall, tall boys everywhere? Um, I know they. I don't know. Yeah, yes. Okay. <laughs> we just know about Louisiana, so. Um. But it's but it's not just that. It's not just like it's not just the serpent jacket. He goes to the Southside High School now. Yes, because he's so. in a foster family. Because he can't stay with the Andrews because there's a divorce. And he's on hard money times. Yeah. Daddy Andrews is not making a ton of money right now. Um, there's not two parents in the household. So I get that. Thank God. What is it called? Uh, Child Protective Services finally fucking steps in for once. What? One kid in this whole town. Cheryl is burning her house to the ground. But they're like, Jughead, you can't stay with Luke Perry. Well, and here's my thing. Um, I guess it's only because now that his only parent in town is in jail that they finally step in. Because, obviously, Jughead kind of reminds me of you in a way. Like, he's been on his own for a while. <laughs> yeah. He's moved out. He's lived at the drive-in for who knows how long. And then he was living at the school for a little bit. And then he was at the oh. Andrews. So, and to me, I'm kind of like, why would you yank him out of high school? Make yep. him out of the house where he's, he, they're fine. It's not Happy. like they're getting kicked out. It's not like no. they're going to lose the house or something. Leave him where he's at. Just let it go. But no, they, I think, you know, they got to move him to the south side because, you know, and in and, and his heart of hearts, he's a serpent, south side serpent. <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> if, only, if, if only I had a drive-in that I could have lived in. Mm-hmm. But, so I wrote, I have a question to ask you. At this point in the game, who do we think is a more believable couple? Betty and Juggy or Veronica and Archie? Because um, this is really the first time we see them really all going at it. I think for normal kids, I think Archie and Veronica could be a realistic couple. Mm-hmm. Because I've had the life that I've had... Um, I'm Archie in this situation. Yeah. And I had a Veronica. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a boyfriend who had, like, you know, a pretty stable, happy home life. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is great. <laughs> so that one is more realistic to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, like, 
um, an upper middle class teenager would say. Sure, sure. Probably Betty, probably Veronica and and Archie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who have the worst ship name. They're they are called Varchi. I mean, what else are you gonna call them? Archie and Veronica. Yeah. A and R. Jughead and and Betty definitely have the better ship name. Yeah. What is it? Bughead. <laughs> I blocked it out. And I don't know if it's because they're a couple in real life. I just found their their. I just feel more heat between them than I do Archie and Veronica. Yeah, I also think that they're a a little bit better actors than KJ Appa. Uh, but yeah, Cole and Lily are dating in real Cole, life. Cole's been acting since he was like one or something right. ridiculous. Um, I didn't. I I'd never seen him in anything before Riverdale. You never um, watched Friends or Big Daddy or. I did watch Big Daddy. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh, the kid in that. I know, but I mean that was like one movie, and he was like six, so I don't know. Mm. Um, they made their like official couple appearance at the Met Gala. Yes. I mean, can you get any classier than that? I mean, fancy. Like, hey world, we're together at the Met Gala. Yeah, that's a big good she thing. Looked, she looked great at the Met Gala, too. Yeah. I love so, their Instagram accounts. Their Instagram, guys, if you don't follow these people on Instagram, go follow them now. Even the parents are great followers. Yeah. He is very artistic and posts a lot of, like, I'm a photographer photos, very artsy. Yes. I thought she you meant Archie's. <laughs> No, Cole Sprouse. Lily is pro-body. She makes a lot of posts about how her her pictures on uh, magazines and stuff are not Mm -hmm. photoshopped. She posts stories showing um, her acne and -hmm. talking about the pain that she goes through with cystic acne, which uh, I think a lot of people identify with. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's not ashamed of it. It's Mm -hmm. something that she goes through and she's okay with it. the actress that plays Veronica is sort of in the in the same in the same place where she's very body positive. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, this is how I look, and I'm beautiful the way that I am, and I don't need you to Photoshop my hips to be smaller. Mm-hmm. So they're they're good they're good followers. KJ Appa basically just works out a lot, but I'm okay with that too because I like to work out a lot. So. And he gets tattoos and he plays guitar. I think in real life, that's really yes. all I know about him from his Instagram account. They're they're filming behind the scenes. Posts are yes. really cool. Mm-hmm. They share a lot of like goofing off behind the scenes mm-hmm. and in and, and the makeup trailers and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. definitely go follow them on Instagram. I mean, and if you don't follow all of them, I think you should follow uh, uh, Jughead, Betty, and Cheryl's if you're going to follow any of them. FP is uh, the, what's his name? Skeet, Skeet Ulrich? Yeah, who was in Scream. Um, Skeet has the most dad Instagram account that there is. Anytime Cole Sprouse posts a, a photo, like one of his like photographer photos, he's just so like supportive. He's just like, god. you're so good at this. You're so talented. Oh my god. It's yes, so he's like funny. super supportive. Like he's always posting on all the different actors and <laughs> actresses' Instagrams. And he's like, this is a great picture. And like he'll post like a little heart and stuff like that. He's just Skeet Ulrich is just a really good dad, like, in real life. He's yeah. a terrible dad on the show. Oh, God. It's yeah, funny. Yeah, go follow them on Instagram. Yeah, they're yeah. great. But Okay, mm-hmm. anything else? Because uh, we're getting to that time. Oh, yes. We have, to, we have to talk about the cliffhanger real quick. Which is? Which mm-hmm. is Archie um, is meeting his dad at Pops after being at Ronnie's all night. 
Oh, right. And he goes into the bathroom and he hears something crazy going on. Some voices, raised voices. He goes out. He sees a a robber who's being incognito standing on top of a table or the bar. With a hood. He has a a black hood on. Black hood. All in black, but standing on top of something. So you can clearly see him. Uh, Pointing a gun at Pops, I think. Yeah. Archie comes out because he's going to be the hero. Fred right. sees what he's going to do, and he does one of those slow motion jumps to block Archie and gets shot in the chest and is bleeding out with money all around him. And that's how the show ends. And that, oof. I, that was that was a pretty intense scene. So if yeah. you're binge watching this on Netflix and season two, episode one automatically started playing right afterwards, it gets... The, the first few minutes of episode one of season two is super intense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so this is this is where I was going with we're setting up Archie to try to be the hero. Mm-hmm. Oh, Betty makes a big long speech at the end of, of the season talking about how we need to confront real Riverdale yes. and we need to get back to good Riverdale. Mm-hmm. We're going to make America great again. And and, our, and uh, Jughead even is like, oh, and then something happens that pops and this is when... Riverdale completely loses its innocence or something. And I was like, I'm sorry, you're like the heroine capital of the North over there. Apparently. I don't know. Your maple syrup daddy is running heroin from Vancouver. But they but they but they ignore it all. And that's Betty's problem. Betty mm-hmm. is is very troubled by the fact that people are just ignoring things. And she's kind of driven crazy by that. She that wants seems to, to be their confront the ugly. Yeah. yeah. So she doesn't like that. She wants to confront the ugly, mm-hmm. and Archie just wants to make it better. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's that. That that's what we have to end on because that's. Uh... Luke <sighs> Perry got shot. I was upset. I was like, no, not Fred Andrews. <laughs> uh, his eye, his his forehead was very upset. Very. He's very wrinkly. I'm very upset about that. I know I like it. I do, too. I think he's really handsome. He is. Yeah, and so is Skeet. Never watched 90210 in my entire life. No, me either. The first time I really loved him was, of course, I know I've mentioned this before, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. Right. He's fabulous in it. And then this. It's the only two things I've ever seen him in in my whole life. He's really good in this. He's really good in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. (laughs) The movie. Um. I think our, la- our last episode I talked about is Luke Perry the best actor on this show right now. Um, in these last three episodes, I think Skeet is kind of contending with him. <laughs> those those jail scenes where he's torn up and he's telling he's telling mm-hmm. Jughead, you know, you need to leave here and never come back. Go stay with your mom leaves. and everything. Yeah, and then and then he just kind of breaks down in his jail cell all mm-hmm. alone. Like like maybe he's 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 up there with Skeet, uh, and he's. Probably on the good dad list now. No, because he killed everybody in Scream. Sorry. No. Yep. He's always a bad guy. <laughs> all right. He killed wanna... all of his friends in Scream. I know. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Do you want to do Obsession Session? Yes. What is your obsession this week? Um, well, I ha- I'm going to do the good one. Okay. I have a lot, but I'm going to only do one. And it's, we went to the Perot Museum yesterday. Yes. Which in is, Dallas. In Dallas. Um, which is fabulous. It's got, um, like four floors. Um, it's got one that's all on like rocks and gems and stuff. One that's on dinosaurs and one that's on people and all that stuff. 
But all I care is about the dinosaurs. And they have a traveling exhibition there right now that's all dinosaur stuff. Cool. Yeah, so I had the best time at that. We got an annual membership yesterday. And we just looked at all the dinosaur stuff. I took 90,000 pictures. Uh, and posted them all on Instagram and my Facebook account. <laughs> like, <laughs> after we got home and settled, we, I mean, we generally had a really good time. And I'm like, when can we go back? And my boyfriend's like, well, let's wait a little bit. And I was like, I want to go see dinosaurs. <laughs> go next <laughs> Like weekend. a five-year-old. Yeah, I was like, let's go again. He's like, nothing's going to change. Two things. So, because that was your favorite thing, I'm going to recommend an episode of The Dollop called The Dinosaur Bones War. Oh, okay. I'm looking it up right now. The Dollop is another podcast. It's an American history <gasps> podcast. Oh, I do have two. I'm sorry, but go ahead. Uh, but yeah, that episode is called The Dinosaur Bones War. You'll really like it, especially if you're like into dinosaurs right now. Second thing, so you mentioned Instagram. Do we have an Instagram account? We do. We do. And it's called, I don't remember. Hold on. And stuff. Yeah. It's binge watch with us, all lowercase, all one word. Yeah. Um, so we're launching that today. Same. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> we have one picture, so, you know, it's, it's okay. very earth shattering. Yeah. And that's very exciting. Um, because I love doing the Instagram. So. Yeah, we also have a Gmail account. It's bingewatchwithus at gmail.com. If you guys have any shows that you want us to watch or you think that we would like to binge watch, let us know. Yes. Um, and we're working on the Facebook page. I'm having a hard time with that, so... Yeah, fuck Facebook. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not doing Twitter. No, uh-uh. Twitter's I don't, I don't, just as bad. I don't do Twitter. I um, have a Twitter um and I know I know how bad Twitter is. Yeah, I, I have can't. it anyway. I can't. I'm I'm getting rid of my Facebook soon, very yeah. soon. I'm uh, just gonna shut it all down. Can I can I do my other obsession? Yes. What's your other one? My other one is <laughs> that I got tickets to see Last Podcast on the Left in November, and I'm super excited about it. Last Podcast on the Left, which is another awesome podcast. If you're into true crime. If you're into well-done research. Or conspiracy theories. Yes. Go listen to it. Here's the thing about last podcast on the left. It's not, not every episode is for everyone. No. It's hard to get into last podcasts on the left because they come at you full speed. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, when we first started out, we kind of wanted to let you guys know how we met and mm-hmm. you know, where we're kind of from. Last podcast doesn't do this. Mm-hmm. They are right in your face with their personalities, with their thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing is off limits to them Mm-mm. as far as jokes. Uh, no. Obviously not victims of true crime. Never, ever laugh at victims of true crime. No. But they do have their feelings. Like, I'm not going to recommend starting out say with the Jean Benet case mm-hmm. uh, that one's sensitive for a lot of people don't mm-hmm. do that do something maybe a little easier like I would recommend their episodes on Jack mm-hmm. the Ripper those are really great mm-hmm. so if if you if you're into mm-hmm. true crime if you're into well-researched stuff give last podcast a try if mm-hmm. you don't like it the first time try another episode yeah they're, they're great. And they have a lot of sister-ish podcasts. Um, yes. They have the Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, which is by two of the hosts, usually. Yes. Um, and this week, um, 
just with everything. I'm not going to go into a lot of it, but Ben reveals something about him that I had never known before, and it's really... Oh, wow. really? Yeah. It's, now I want to go listen to it's, it. It's hard, though, so I'm going to put that warning out there. It's a hard episode okay. to listen to uh, when he talks about it. But um, So they do eight Lincoln's Top Hat, they do Last Podcast on the Left, and they do chapter... No, page seven. Page seven, which um, has a very fabulous sub-podcast of Riverdale Roundup. Yes. So Which yeah. Okay. Is so <laughs> there is a sister podcast, the last podcast on the left, called Riverdale Roundup. It is sort of the inspiration for this show. Um, I'm okay with admitting that. That's yeah. a great show. Uh-uh. So anything, anything on the last podcast network is great. Page seven is obviously more about celebrity gossip mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So if that's kind of your thing too, go listen mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, 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 you're gonna go see last podcast. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, they yeah. are having a bachelor party here soon, and I'm hoping to drop in on them. I'm gonna stalk them a little bit. Yeah, they, they won't be hard to find. One of the hosts is like seven feet tall, so and a redhead, a ginger uh, that's seven feet tall. Yeah, and then there's a short round redhead. Yes, uh, who's and very then there's loud. Marcus, who's who's very spooky looking. So, but he has the nicest voice. Yes, and he's so smart. Oh um, my god. Mm. I don't have any obsession sessions this week. Isn't that sad? I didn't obsess about anything this week. No. Well, you were kind of busy at work, so. Uh, It was kind of a crazy thing at work, yeah. Um, Mm. I finished um, The Good Place Season 2 on Netflix, which is really sweet. I love that show. I did watch, so I do want to talk about this a little bit. I watched a show called Maniac on Netflix. I saw my list. How is it? Um, it's weird. Yeah. Who is the director that does, hmm, no, I can't think of, uh, Moonlight Kingdom? Uh, oh, I'm you, Wes Anderson. There we go. Okay. So, <laughs> all right, we'll go back to that. Yes. Yeah, so, I did watch Maniac this week. Um, it's a, sh- it's a show on Netflix. It's got Jonah Hill and Emma Stone. It's a skinny Jonah Hill. Um, it's a blonde Emma Stone. A friend of mine, uh, when she saw it pop up on Netflix, she thought it was Lindsay Lohan. <gasps> yeah, and completely dismissed it because she's like, I ain't watching shit with Lindsay Lohan. It's you like, have no, to no, watch no. Mean Girls. Mean Girls well, is always the best movie ever. I know, but that's before. This is new. Yeah, yeah, um, no. But no, it is not Lindsay Lohan. It is Emma Stone, mm-hmm. who looks so much like Lindsay Lohan. When she was pretty and before the plastic no, surgery. No, now. Like, she looks like Lindsay Lohan now. Really? Ew. Yeah. Ew. Um, it's weird. It's it's sort of Wes Anderson-esque mixed with um, uh, The Shining. Mm. Uh, who was that director? Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, so it's Wes Anderson meets Stanley Kubrick. It, that kind of stylized mm-hmm. directing um, cinematography it's about um, a drug trial that can supposedly cure depression. Yeah. Um, and so you kind of go into this, like, virtual world, and the computer kind of reads your brain and figures out, like, what's wrong with you, and then you kind of go through this trial and fixes it. Mm-hmm. So overall, it's a terrible message because it's like, oh, mm-hmm. you are depressed, you mm-hmm. need to be fixed, mm-hmm. here's a fix to all your problems, mm-hmm. just take a pill. Sure. That's 
don't know that's not true don't do that guys yeah. not <laughs> take at all. pills because yeah. they do help or don't take pills do whatever you need to do but your depression is not just going to go away someday you with a magic it. pill no yeah um not so never. i'm gonna kind of recommend it if you've got nothing else going on <laughs> but other than that i don't really have any obsession sessions oh i'm sad huh. hmm. i'm sad hmm. yeah. oh well yeah. so it goes <laughs> Yeah, like, not even, like, oh, I cooked this really cool recipe. Yeah. Or, like, nothing. Like, my week was just kind of blah. Yeah, well, that's okay. We yeah. all have it. It happens. Yeah, I'm sure I'll be completely obsessed with something by next week. Definitely. She will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happens most of the time. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the best thing. And you were like, that was the best thing, like, two weeks ago. <laughs> it can always just be the office. So you can just throw the office in. Yeah, go watch the dinner party of the office. <gasps> That's why dinner parties in Riverdale are so weird. <laughs> I told you it all ties back to the office. Because even Everything. dinner parties in the office are so uh, cringeworthy. That is such the... I'm telling you, we, we're doing a podcast on just that episode. Uh, it's the best. Because it's yeah. just... And I want to do it start to finish. There's so much going on in it. Okay, well, let's okay. shut it down. I don't okay. have anything else. Nope, I don't either. Okay, so next week we're going to do American Horror Story. We're going to do Season 3, Coven. It mm-hmm. takes place in New Orleans. So it's very dear to our hearts. Um, American Horror Story, if you've never seen it before, again, there's standalone seasons. You do not need to have seen Seasons 1 and 2 to watch Season 3. However, both of those seasons are really good. That could have been your obsession session with uh, yeah. Apocalypse. But anyways... Sorry, yeah, Apocalypse is uh, really, really good. I have been watching, um, just like in the background, I've been watching Cult. I just don't like that season. Oh, it bombs okay. me out. That's it okay. bombs me out. It's hard to watch. It's, it's hard. hard to watch. It's so true. It, it, yeah, <laughs> but it, it's hard to watch. But man, when I see when I see where Evans was going, I got so excited because I'm so, so obsessed with So many good actors cults. and actresses in American Horror Story. These, these these actors and actresses will sometimes play multiple roles in one season, and you never question it. Nope. That's how we'll good these, these people are. Uh, we'll Jessica Lange is, she's a boss bitch. Kathy Bates is an American treasure. She's, the, this is the first time we, she's in this um, series. This Thank is the first God. time. And, so let me say this too, just like I said about last podcast on the left, it took me two tries to get through Coven. You in hated fact, Coven. You hated, hated it. it. You wouldn't in watch fact, it. In fact, I skipped it. I did season one, season two, tried season three, couldn't. It was too scary. Skipped Mm-mm. to season four, did season five, went back to three, tried it again. I had to get through the scary parts. So Yeah, the voodoo stuff scares her. And so. Voodoo stuff. Well, because it's like I've walked past that house I plenty of times. I, I mean, this is a real house where things really happen. Yeah. So if that shit really is haunted, I'm just walking past it, you know, while I'm drunk and leaving yeah. BBCs or something. Yeah. But uh, but I kept telling her, I was like, just get past the first episode, the first, yeah. what, 10 minutes, and then you're golden, but... I yeah, think. it's really scary, but mm-hmm. I got past it. Yeah. Boy, Jessica Lange. American Horror Story is scary. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, so we're gonna do season three, Coven, and then the week after that, we're going to do Lore. Lore mm-hmm. has a new season coming out October nineteenth. Yes, you can watch that on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we are going to do um, a scary documentary. We still have not decided on which one to do. I guess yes. we're gonna see how we feel after Lore. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna like not be sleeping for like two weeks. Sure, I mean, really, yeah. for real. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. All right, guys. So um, I'll put all of that info in the description of the podcast. Go follow us on Instagram, um, Binge Watch With Us. We have a Gmail account, Binge Watch With Us at Gmail. And we'll probably have a Facebook account. Um, Yeah. I don't really care. In the next few days, at least. Yeah. Well, by the time this comes out, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, guys. um, (laughs) Go Binge Watch Coven on Netflix with us. And we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.